for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. But before we dig into today's chapter, let's clear up some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own or are our guests' own. They do not reflect our profession, their profession, or any entity with whom we may have connections for employment now, in the past, or even in the future. If you need medical attention, advice, or care, please seek your own personal medical practitioner, not our podcast. We hope you enjoy. So... How the heck are you, Audra? It's good to see you. Good to see you. I am super fantastic, as always. You know, it's been a shitty week. I'm not. My stomach hurts. My son, Jordan, say hi to everybody. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan's here with us today. You might hear him interject. What podcast are you with? What podcast am I with? No, what number? Uh, We Uh, are on chapter 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah, because That's, I'm 15 years old. You, you know what? Ooh, very good. good. Job. Yes, very good. Look, nice look, association. Same number of things. <laughs> okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, as you started off with, yeah, it's been a hell of a week. Mm-hmm. So you want to just jump into the good, bad, and the ugly? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what was your good, bad, and ugly? Uh, my good is that today is... July the 3rd. We're recording on July 3rd. It's my dad and Teresa's anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. They got married, I can't tell you how many years ago. (gasps) I suck. I think it's eight. I think it's eight. Eight years ago. I know it was July 3rd, and I know it was in Vegas. You know what? You should be in so much trouble that mm. you cannot remember the number of years that they have been married. married. I know. It's I mean terrible. that I that that's terrible. I know. I I'm ashamed, really. Mm, 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 mm. But uh, anyway, yeah. happy anniversary. Yeah, it was uh, Vegas. I can tell you that because I was there. Yeah. Um, they do have some pretty chapels and things in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Um. It was 2013. How many years ago was that? That's math that I'd have to do. <laughs> 13, 4, 4. Hey, 8. I was right. Woo! I was right. I, my guess was right. That so was at least I was high right. five. It was, but did. that's okay. I thought Look. that was their picture. Yes. Aww. Aww. They're so cute. She is so pretty. I love that she can wear her hair short like that. Mm-hmm. And it looks gorgeous on her. Yes. Uh, she actually just grown it out where it's longer, you know. In that picture right up there, uh-huh. I have my hair. I loved wearing it that short. Yeah. I loved it. I wanted to cut it like that again. Yeah. Uh, but my husband said, no. please don't, babe. Oh, okay. Well, so uh, he likes my hair long mm-hmm. and curly and just long or straight. Mm-hmm. You notice it's short and curly. So mm-hmm. there's it's a, a compromise. compromise. It's a compromise. Yeah. yeah. So. So that was the, that's the good is it's their, their anniversary. So happy. And, and then I remembered that it was um, 
you know, eight, eight years ago. Yes, so. that is so good. Um, now, are you all doing anything for their anniversary? They're no, just there. I think they're on a golfing trip. The bad is all week long I've had stomach issues again and it's just miserable and I just want to rock in a corner and cry. It's awful. Um, yeah. The bad is all of the rain this week has now forced me to a level. Um, I have reached a point because you know we work out of our vehicles and that's sort of our office yeah that um I, i've reached the point of do you live in your car because it looks I like i live say, in my doesn't car it, doesn't it feel sometimes like you're living in your car it looks like i live there there's there's multiple uh, the pieces of clothing yeah. there are dishes like several cups that are in there mm -hmm. Um, there are certain things that they don't tell you that you need to have in your vehicle when you work in community-based yes. nursing. Uh, deodorant spray, because you could walk into somebody's house that's a smoker and your next visit is a severe COPD person yeah. that you're going to kill. So you got to put Febreze on, roll the windows down and get the smoke off of you. Um, oh, it would be so nice if I just had a can of Febreze for you. Like when you're here podcasting, you could just spray yourself when you leave i'm good I okay it. I, just rolled I was probably going to forget to put that on my walmart <laughs> no i have the breeze actually i'm good carry on i know yeah i'm really not offended i know i'm um, just injecting and then um bug spray because you know houses roaches ants uh, uh bed bugs that's part of the reason why i don't do home health it's not that often, but I know, it, it but happens enough. I know, I know. And I was in rural Oklahoma, rural Oklahoma, yeah. really. I was yeah. in Guthrie, yeah. and I was going from place to place, and I wore my hiking boots because it was raining, so I knew I wasn't going to be out there going nowhere in the mud. Around. Yep. Yeah, and then I was walking across. I hate parking and parking. Um, I hate parking in driveways. I don't like pulling into them. It's an old hospice hazard because, you know, you go to a death, you pull in the driveway. Cousin Eddie comes over and pulls in behind you and blocks you blocks and you, can't, you, get and you can't get out. And he escalates things to a fight. You want to leave and you're stuck. And you're stuck. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I don't, yes. That's why even at your own, at your house, I, I don't pull mm -hmm. in. And it's in the driveway. I could pull. That I, is mm -hmm. a good, good pointer. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know that i've thought of it that way you know it's kind of like when you go into a house and you look for the exits i all mean of them. i yep yep i do that mm -hmm. but i don't pull into anyone's I've driveway forgotten about the driveway i i don't i don't do it i can't make i can't even uh -huh. even my favorite people that i know i'm completely right. safe if i pull into a driveway I will pull in and I will stay at the end of the drive. I don't pull up the drive. Up the drive. I pull to the end. Uh -huh. So even if somebody tees me in there, pulls up to a tee you behind me, I can go forward out. and get out and, in the uh -huh. yard. Yep. And wiggle, work your way out. I get my yep. way out. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, it sounds like I'm a paranoid, crazy person. And I mm -hmm. might be. But uh, my safety is of paramount importance, and exactly. therefore I don't. But when you're on an acreage, you kind of got to pull into you the drive. Got, yeah. But I pull in and then I turn the vehicle backwards and I get close to the gate. Yeah. So I'm slugging up these acreages in these boots mm -hmm. and I'm thinking there's no way there's not ticks out here just hanging out. I'm trying to get, yeah. So, you know, get yeah. spray the boots down. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sunscreen, yeah. sometimes you need. Yeah. Yeah. A towel you need. Yeah. Because um, you never know. You never know. Um, and with as much rain as it's been, I left a house. I walked from their front door. Porch was covered. 
-hmm. So I got to the driveway and then walked the driveway. Because if you run in the rain, you splash you and you splash make it worse and, and it, it hits you harder. Pant, your pant legs. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And you should definitely have a towel and a trash bag that you can put in your floorboard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Extra pair of shoes, of course, so that when you're done, you can just take those off, be done, put them in the bag, poof. Yeah. So I walked the maybe 500 feet down the drive into my car. Uh -huh. I was completely soaked. Everything, my underwear, my bra, Ew. every bit of me was wet except... Soggy except my socks because I wore my waterproof hiking hiking boots. I sloshed oh, into the, I sloshed deal. onto the to the mm -hmm. the road and the water just gushed right over the top of my boots. And I I felt them get cold because the water was water cold, was cold. And I thought they were wet and I instantaneously became instantaneously became irate. I was just like, yeah, yes. Ooh, how dare <laughs> you get my feet wet. And then I got in the car and I took my glasses off because I needed windshield wipers for them. I could not see out of them. And then I sat down and realized that, you know, my underwear was wet. My bra was wet, but my socks, they were so dry. Mm -hmm. And I was like, life is not that bad. Everything else was completely drenched. You know, I think that if, if you are completely soaked, even your underwear, mm -hmm. as long as your feet aren't soggy, it's okay. It's you okay. you all dry. I dry. You can push through. You can push through. I yeah. dried. Yeah. I dried between that visit and the next. And I mean, we were going 35 miles an hour down I-35 yeah. with the blinkers on because you couldn't see anything. Um, but I had to put a towel. I had, I had to use the towel that was in my car to dry my hair because it was literally dripping. Drenched. Drenched. Drenched so mm -hmm. bad. So I have coffee cups in my car. I have a towel randomly sitting there. I have papers from the week. I have mm -hmm. car stock from the week. And, you know, when you're in the rain, you just... I don't take the time. I get, I get what I need and I just leave it in the seat. So I've got car stock just everywhere, everywhere in the seats. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I look like I live in, live in car. your car. Yeah. 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 That's ugly. That's the ugly. It is. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully there'll be a chance, you know, for you to at least organize it. Uh, yeah. One of my friends, she was, when she was doing hospice and she was a hospice nurse in the back of her vehicle in her trunk, actually, depending on what type of vehicle she was driving at the time. And she had one of those like Rubbermaid little three drawer things. Yep. Yeah. But sometimes you're grabbing and going and that becomes a little scattered organized. It looks scattered like something chaos. threw up yeah. inside it. Uh -huh. But I promise that you pretty much know, I know what, what you have in there mm -hmm. and kind of where it is located, which, which rumbled pile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Generally. Or, yeah. Generally. Generally. Yeah. I don't okay. have the three drawer one because the drawers tend to open up and spill. I have, I could see that. I have yeah. just a Rubbermaid bucket and then I have an organizer in the back seat that has a splicer, you know, like those right. things. Yes, I do. And like then, what I kind of use as bills. Yeah. And I've got a, uh, I've got a um, DeWitt toolbox that carries my um, mm -hmm. 
lobotomy supplies. So if I got yeah, you've labs. seen my wound care little caddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have to have everything. Yeah, and I can just reach in that sometimes without even turning my head and know exactly what's in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it'll it'll get back to some semblance of normal. But um, if anybody walks by my car right now, I assure you, I do not live in it. It looks like it, but it I looks like it. But don't. you are you are not homeless. You you. Uh, thank God. Yeah. Thank goodness. Because yeah, we never know what could happen in the world. You know, it is no. a uh, crazy, crazy, crazy place. Crazy world. So, what is your good, bad, and ugly? My good is it is a holiday weekend. Whoop, whoop. I am not working today. I am going to go in for a little bit in the morning just to kind of help get through breakfast and. Um, relieve the night shift for a few hours. I mean, not relieve night shift for a few hours, but I mean, so that there is someone else there uh, in the first part of the morning to get through breakfast. Gotcha. Uh, and the bad is my husband and I, Lonnie and I went to our bank on Thursday after he had oral surgery, um, a procedure. And uh, it's considered oral surgery. It was done in the dental office, you know, whatever. Anyway, so we go to the bank and there's hardly anybody there. Everybody's working from home. Let me break in to say it's time to get back to the office. You're dealing with purple people's personal financial information at home. Somehow the security of a loan manager or a mortgage, I don't know what the term is because I'm new to the whole buying of the house thing. Yeah. Your mortgage lender broker lender whatever uh, yeah, broker. or them working from home and being able to access your financial information i mean people's computers are hacked all the time so i understand the bank's security level is probably higher than what the lenders maybe could be in their home that just makes me go hmm and not really like that so Please, if you're dealing with people's financial information, they're probably already back at work making those bucks that y'all are using the interest and stuff off of, however that works. Go back to the office, please, please, because we, as I was stating, went in to the bank because we're looking to buy a house. Yay! So exciting and, and stressful. Oh, it's grueling. <laughs> it's something else. Guys. It, it is. It's something else. Um, and I'm just really starting. Uh, well, we. And so the person that we needed to talk to, they were not there. They were at home. So the Lynn loan manager, assistant, whatever her title was, mm -hmm. she supposedly was going to help us. I'm doing air quotes because this whole situation has me so fired up that 
she was going to send a message to that person. I'm assuming, ha ha ha, break down, assume. I was assuming that she was sending an email to say that, you know, we had come in and we were wanting her to contact us to discuss this. This. And then she handed my husband, because he's more of the financial person and he's the man, so he gets to handle this. Mm -hmm. I have to, you know, back off and let him handle it. Yeah. Yep. And so she hands him two business cards and when we discussed there in front of her that he's off on Friday, the following day, it would be, yeah, great. He could just talk, you know, talk to her and we leave. Okay. Then later we go to get dinner, uh, after later on his card won't work. It's declined his bank card. Well, we don't think anything of it. We think it's either that place's machine. Jersey Mike's, you make fabulous sandwiches. Oh, so uh, good. Those shout sounds. out, uh, yum, yum. Oh, so yes. Good. Mm. So good. They put an amazing amount of bacon on a BLT. Really? Oh, yes. <clears throat> Only when you go in to get it, though. Do not door dash it. If you door dash it, it's like they sprinkle bacon. Anyway. So we leave blah, 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 the following day, which is Friday. My husband calls me and says his card has been canceled. He went to the store to get some things that we were going to need for this weekend with our grandsons and holiday weekend. And it was declined at two different places. And oh my goodness, my husband was uh, upset and, um, that takes that that takes some stuff to get him, you know, upset. So he had spoken with someone at the bank to find out. Yes, it was declined. Then I, because of the bulldog, hmm. I can be especially if you're messing with our money. Hmm. Then I call the bank and I want some answers. And yes, I say that yes, I want to file a complaint. If I do something uh, at my job and it's wrong and it affected somebody else. I have to be accountable for that. Mm -hmm. I have to acknowledge it. I have to uh, rectify it, uh, uh, fix it. Yeah. And make a plan so that that never happens again. And then explain that to the person or persons that it affected. I do believe that. Taking accountability. So I want this person to understand I want to plan this. I want to plan a correction. Damn it. Exactly. (laughs) How did this happen? How did my husband and I coming into our bank to discuss our loan, our, uh, or uh, the loan or our mortgage process and our money, you know, do business and not even being able to speak to the right person. How the hell does that result in my husband's card being declined? And I wanted Canceled. some, yeah. yeah, I wanted some answers because there are things set up automatically that now, oh, give us a new card. <laughs> There's stuff that we have withdrawn automatically. Right. That From now that this affects because now you have to contact all of those people. 
And I don't feel that that's something my husband should have to go through because of someone else's error. Oops. So I express that, you know, then they tell me it wasn't really shut declined. It was just shut off. And if my husband called them and could uh, authorize that it was him, you know, that he could, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for because I'm getting worked up just talking about it because it's our money. If he could prove basically who he was, then they could turn it back on. So he calls. He goes to use it again. No. And guess what? No. Well, so we go to the bank first. Actually, I, I misspoke. Let's back up. We we say, okay, we're just, we're, we're going to go down there. Yes, it was declined one more time. Okay, we're going down there. He had to go down to Lincoln Boulevard today, this morning, because this was the morning we went to the bank. Because the girl that we talked to this morning, who was an actual assistant branch manager, who told us, oh, no, it's showing active right here on her computer. So just go to an ATM and just do a balance inquiry. And it, yeah, it should be working. It's showing right here. It's working. Guess what? It's not working. We go right outside to there. It's not working. He go, my husband goes back in. I stay in the vehicle with the grandsons because listen, I, I, I can't <laughs> handle any more suckers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm okay. going to jail. Going to jail. Yeah. I'm going and, to jail. And I told Lonnie, I'm going to jail. I told Lonnie, I'm going to sit here in the vehicle because I am just, I'm going to get so flipping pissed off that I just need to sit here. Mm -hmm. So he comes out mm -hmm. with the address of that bank that we have to go to because they're going to print him one right now today. Mm -hmm. So we go down there. Oh, on the front, it looks just like the one that he had, you know, the design. numbers different the numbers different yes yeah, so it's a totally different card so now you have to call everywhere that you had a direct withdrawal or you know pay online whatever because again i can't think of the, the auto pay thank you the you auto pay you have to redo all the you have to redo all that and you're going to miss one inevitably one mm -hmm. of them's going to get missed mm -hmm. inevitably and then you're going to get like an email well, it's already been declined this morning so now you have to you know log on and and update your account yeah. Good luck like you remember your passwords oh my gosh i am so irritated about it. that's after i have to get a new credit card because there was a fraudulent charge on my credit card after my bank card had to be uh, replaced. How fun. So I have just been totally irritated with the capability of people being able to just, Oh, irritation, Jack with your stuff. Mm -hmm. 
butt. In with the good, out with the bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the good, there's always good. You just sometimes have to really dig a grave to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes dig. And, and I mean, I, I said a grave. Oops. <laughs> what I meant was sometimes. <laughs> sometimes just have to dig, dig down deep. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to dig deep to find the positive there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, what else we got on the table? What, what, what do you have? Okay. What? I got something for you. I mean, oh, I got something for you. Listen, with all, we kind of started out like, man, those girls are down, down. Nah. No, we're not. I'm not. Uh, life I'm, is actually good. It's great. Yes. Yeah, so I have a joke to tell. Okay. Now, with some, oh, I just about fell. Pretty, or at least, just about tried to kill you. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my foot slipped. Woo. Man, that was a heart stopper. <laughs> okay, so some of my residents and I, uh, we try to tell each other, uh, catch each other and uh, tell a joke. Okay. Okay. So my husband comes in and says, Hey, hon, I got a joke for you. Okay. Thinking that he's going to tell me this joke because I've shared that with him about the joke of the day and this and that. So I'm fairly certain that he thinks when he tells me this joke that I'm going to be able to then take it and tell it. Okay. So here's the joke. Did you hear about the little boy that was born without eyelids? No. Well, they took his foreskin and they used that to make his eyelids. And now he's, he's doing pretty good. The only issue is he's a little cockeyed. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great joke. You cannot it take it joke, to your facility. You I can't really take it to don't your residence. I can tell <laughs> my residents that penis joke of the week. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and really not to a priest or a nun. You can't take that Thank to you. a priest or you can't take that to a man or woman of the cloth. No. Okay, so what were we talking about? Uh, the, we just finished that one part, so I was going to go into what I had. Right, what I no, had. I mean just now when you got up to oh, get tea. Oh, the gradients, black and the white. Gradients, the black good? and white. Are so, people good? are people good? I believe that the majority of people, because when I say the majority, that's because some people do have born with or life traumas or whatever the case may be 
there are those people that do have chemical imbalances or a mental illness or something that uh, makes them make uh, 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 bad choices. I don't know how to say that. You know what I'm trying to say? I do, but... So the majority of people, I do believe, can be good, but also have the capability to be evil. Because I think if you believe in good, you have to... If, if there's good... Then there's the opportunity also and is bad. Does that make sense? It does, but I think people are neither good or bad. I think we are all varying levels of both. All. I think we have the Well, isn't that kind of what I just said? Possibly, yes, but there's just like people, different. there are people who like um, the philosophy of crime guy, James Renner. He took a sociopath test, that one that's like 27 yeah. million pages long, mm -hmm. and he, he scored very high for psychopathy. Yeah. But he has a very loving mother. Yeah. And if he didn't... But a loving mother can only do so much. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. It's been... Things could have gone very bad for him had he not had a supportive family life and some good things. If other things had traumas had happened to him, that psychopathy may have become a dominant That's trait. That's what I'm saying, though. People have the ability mm -hmm. to be good. Yep. But also, due to traumas or a mental illness, something, it can change that and make the pendulum go to the opposite end. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've done good, I'm a decent person. You know, I try to be a good human being. Yes, me too. I've done some too. pretty shitty things in my life. I am having an issue from, yeah, I have to. I mean, I'm not having an issue. I don't know where that came from. Uh, I'm gonna move on. Okay, I I brought I brought show notes. I did a little homework here. I got something for you. Um, you go. <laughs> and I got I got stuff that I've been wrestling with. Yeah, okay. I watched. And that is what I I watched. Cancel culture. According to Wikipedia. Cancel culture or call-out culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, whether it be online, on social media, or in person. Okay. That's what I've been talking, I've been wrestling with. So, Bill yeah. Maher, I watch Real Time with Bill Maher, I watch certain other things, and I was, I was watching that. I was actually wrestling and grappling with this within myself. When he brought it up, it bothered me. Because he was saying something along the lines of like, you know, med Twitter went after this doctor about Invermectin. Well, Invermectin's been shown to not be fucking effective for COVID. And certain things that have happened during COVID has actually caused harm yes. to the general public. Yes. And, and, and so I think that the medical community kind of going after people is a good thing. But I also believe in freedom of speech and I'm holding two things in my hand, right? Yeah. Where you have the danger of certain information, let's just take anti-vaccine, okay? Mm -hmm. When the publication of the study that came out that said the MMR causes autism, Jordan did not get the autism from his MMR. Mm -hmm. Not, right. <laughs> he was born with it. Yes. Okay? But I wasn't born that way. You were born that way. Um, he had the MMR and he had a hematoma on his leg. That study came out shortly after. So I 
paused getting vaccines just to see because mm -hmm. he stopped developing around there too, you know, because right. it was at that age. You're, yeah. You get the MMR, right. you're at that age. Then as more science came out, it turned out, well, that's shit science. Mm -hmm. It's inaccurate. Correct. But it has created a movement that has caused great harm. We now have measles back when it was basically eradicated. Yes. Okay. That gentleman was basically canceled. He was taken off of everything. Everybody kind of went, and he eventually lost his medical license because he wouldn't stop stating that what he was saying was true, even though he was shown that it wasn't that it that it was definitely not, not true. Not true. And you're causing harm. And you're a physician. You're not to cause harm. That's your Hippocratic oath. Right. You, right. You yeah. took this oath. You're to help people. Yeah. So, but then this guy with this shitty idea about Invermectin, <laughs> should he be canceled? And so I have grappled and wrestled with this because should we should be allowed to have um, the ability, but you can't, you should be allowed to say whatever stupid thing you want to because it's the marketplace of ideals and we should be able to but not have a discussion. if it's harming others. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater because you're going to cause somebody to get killed. Okay? Right. Well, now, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So, but I but I'm a big it's a slippery slope. Yes. It's a slippery yes. slope. And we should be able to have this conversation. So you have um you have people saying you can't cancel people. You can't you can't cancel this. You can't that. So I've wrestled with it. And then I was watching an an, an a longer episode of Z Dog MD with Vinay Prasad and Doctor Human Demania, and they were talking about can't remember what they were talking about. I think it was him. Uh, mm -hmm. Vinay Prasad is a hematologist oncologist, but he also has a specialty in epidemiology and. Um, he's an academic. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad I wasn't asked what I was watching because, man, I feel bad now for just watching The Real Housewives of... <laughs> Trash. New York. <laughs> Trash. It's <laughs> okay. Beverly Hills. No, it's okay. This is... So I was watching it, and he was saying how a lot of these um, meds come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're pushed to these hemocs to use. I have always said that in a doctor's office, now those drug reps, mm -hmm. they don't come in like they used to. They used to come in with all kinds of cool gifts and pens and mm -hmm. little things mm -hmm. just to get in to see doctors and oh, they, what's the newest thing, you know? And that's what they're pushing. So Vinay Prasad wrote a book called um, Malignant about the studies that, that are propagating these medications aren't well done studies. Mm -hmm. um, and he gets a little bit of pushback because they're like, no, this is the greatest drug ever. And he was like, we're just using it because it's the newest one. Yeah. And if you actually read the study and you look at it, it's flawed here, 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 here. He's mm -hmm. brilliant. He's absolutely fucking brilliant. Yeah. And they were talking about this and they were having this really great debate, juicy, nuanced discussion, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then they were talking about other things as well. And in the middle of this, it clicked. I figured it out because I've been wrestling with freedom of speech versus 
cancel culture, getting rid of people, canceling people, uh -huh. right? Yeah. No, right. you don't get a platform anymore. Okay. Yeah. And I found, I found it. I found, I found the thing that made me go, I don't huh. have to wrestle with this anymore. Yeah. And what was that? Cancel culture is slowly becoming the bully online where they attack. Yeah, it's everywhere. And when you have a discussion and, and you and I will have a debate about something, yeah. we will disagree vehemently about the opposing view. Right. Yeah, you're correct. Okay. Have I ever, in any of those discussions, devolved to, to the point that I start calling you a shill, an idiot, you're stupid, you are a this, you are a that, assigning an identity to Thank you. Thank goodness I get to answer this with a no. Exactly. Because that would be a humongous problem for me. It would be for me too. Do you know what med medkeening was? No. That's why I was sitting here going, mm. So med Twitter is people on Twitter that are all part of the medical community. But and they, they kind of gang up on people and they'll sometimes get them canceled. Now the opposite happens. Gotcha. Okay. Um, sometimes when a doctor is actually presenting information and saying this opinion that this person had is complete trash and here's why, then their other little out group will come and say they're bullying us and then that person gets canceled. Because they use the word bully. Because they use the word bullying instead right. of saying like because he said this 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 is trash mm -hmm. and you shouldn't be spreading this and they're like oh, they hurt my feelings so no big deal just don't listen to him anymore don't follow him don't but you know but the pile on that happens sometimes is not a good thing and then you have and on either side it's not a good thing because you have some kid who wrote a study and all that gets put out there is talked about how wearing bikinis and showing bikinis and drinking alcoholic beverages and looking intoxicated for female physicians might be unprofessional now why because they have a life too and they have off time and, and this in is their, where mm -hmm. in their off time mm -hmm. I agree with all of that can't they just can't wear they their just, bikini and can't have they just time? let go Mm -hmm. for all that they do the when they work. are at work it's their life that doesn't mean that they're that doesn't that doesn't mean that they're unprofessional that they're unprofessional or that they're not a good doctor right so the study also studied male doctors who had their shirts off and looked in, in intoxicated and of course the study was different no they viewed them as unprofessional as well oh okay good but what got put out there was these three men wrote this study about how women wearing bikinis that are doctors were unprofessional. Were unprofessional. So everybody piled on these kids. You have to mm -hmm. understand they're 20-something-year-olds, maybe 30. Okay. And they were writing the paper to get into some internship. <laughs> and they started calling, you're a sexist, you're, you're a sexist, you're a misogynist, you're a this, you're a that. Now, you're assigning that to those kids. And what is the... What is the intent for assigning that to those kids? What's the purpose? To put them down to... Okay, so what would... They, so what? So they'll kill themselves? Well, I... I am sorry that... Because... They were told they were wrong. No, they weren't told they were wrong. They were called sexist. 
So therein lies that subtle line that I was talking about. But because we someone have to called you sexist, you then take your life? If a thousand I mean, is that what listen, you're saying? No, what I'm saying is if you're a 20... I am so confused. I have no idea what you're talking about. If you're a 20-something-year-old uh -huh. and your tribe of people, the group you're desperately trying to get in with, Mm -hmm. All of a sudden turns on you, assigns gotcha. an identity to you, tells you gotcha. you're sexist, kind of and I you down you. Yes. a little bit. Okay, I got you. If I'm the there. If the intent is to educate this person that they were wrong, then you say what you just did, break down that study and say this study had very much sexist implications. Not you're a sexist, not you're a bad person, not you shouldn't be a doctor. Or do you see how this could be perceived this way? In the conversations that you and I have had where we've disagreed, we uh -huh. discuss the ideas. We don't attack each other. No. Because no. not, it's not necessary. And when it gets to a point that we see the other one is just not seeing, we're just not going to get the other one to see our point or it gets to but we have the ability to go okay you know what I'm agree not buying disagree. what you're selling so yep. we're just gonna agree to disagree but and then we go okay and we move on we move completely to shift yep. That's and it. you have you have the ability to come to a higher level of understanding yes but you don't have to agree with it. And I'm not trying to make you agree with no. my point of the conversation. I'm trying to get you to a higher level of understanding or seeing a nuance in there that you maybe hadn't thought about before or to understand that perhaps this is the reason that people feel this way. But I'm not going to attack you because that's not that what for. I don't want you to feel bad about what you think. I don't want to change your idea about what you think. I want well, you no, to understand. Well, no, because my idea might be right, too. I mean, just I, because my idea is different than yours doesn't mean you're right and I'm wrong. This is the point. There is just a difference of opinion. And I think that each conversation that we have like that, the few that we have, mm -hmm. and the many more that we're, we're going to have, I still take something away from it. I do, too. Because... I stopped, I listened to you. Exactly. I opened myself up to truly listen to you, to hear you, your story, your side of it, whatever we may be in the conversation about. Right. And and that goes with, hey, I need your opinion about this, or what are your what is your advice? Here's my advice, take it or leave it, and I don't care if you do something the exact opposite. Oppo right. Because I respect your ability to take information from various viewpoints and your own perspective and make an adult and proper decision for yourself. What I would do is not what anybody else should or would do. But you said a key word. Respect. Absolutely. And, and I, I, I think as a whole, mm -hmm. that's been lost. And I think that what happens is, is people are behind a keyboard and they forget that they're talking to another human being and they go to that tribal mentality and they start assigning identities and then attacking those identities they just assigned. Yes. Instead of attacking so like the idea, and that's where I end conversations. 
if someone is starting to assign yes. me, you're just a left wing liberal nut job snowflake, we're done. Yeah, we're done because you just I you just completely misrepresented who I am. Yes, you just judged me. You just yes. assigned me an yes. identity, yes. and now you're attacking that identity because you don't want to talk about this idea. We're right. done. We're done. We're done because that person has proven that their way is the way, and and I'm if stupid you think, if I don't believe and it. You, you're stupid if you don't believe their way so or you know come what? to their side. You're right. I'm an absolute idiot. Have a great day. And a nut job and a what? A left-leaning liberal snowflake. That's snowflake. me. You're absolutely right. Oh. Let me. Whoo! It's getting chilly in here. Yeah. I would mm. hate to get you frostbitten. Yeah. And you're too hot. You gotta melt me. I gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I know. Like stop. That is what it is, though. This cancel culture is assigning identities to people. Now here's the yes. other thing. Yes. We go back to that First Amendment that goes versus to judgment. Right? Yeah. How about instead of canceling people off of platforms, we cancel the idea off the platform? And yes. they get slapped on the hand a couple of good times, and then if they continue to perpetuate and don't learn and evolve from that slap on the hand, then you take them off yes. because they've been warned. You know, this is all very perplexing to me. <laughs> you going to throw my words back at me? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is that? What are we doing? I. That's what I'm sitting here going. Hmm. <laughs> what? What are we doing? What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm very perplexed. <laughs> um. Uh, really. And you know what? That. That. Thank you for that word because. I am. That. That. When you said whatever you were talking about, mm -hmm. and you got some kind of perplexing sign or <laughs> some kind of <gasps> aha moment because mm -hmm. I mean I listened to you I heard the words your mouth I, I was here but if someone would say so what did you and Audra say on your podcast I'm gonna go um well she was talking about this thing she's <laughs> <laughs> talking about the cancel culture thing yeah and I I sat there for a minute um because you were talking about things that I haven't, you know, like watched or listened to. So, sure. I am perplexed about the world in which we live in. The people in which are around us in the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. Which is why I'm looking the house that I want my husband and I to buy, I truly don't really want to see my neighbors mm -hmm. now because I just, I need a break from people. People suck. are, people suck. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. They're, I said they're, it. Mm -hmm. uh, they do suck. Some do really suck. People, uh, a majority aren't aren't considered anymore we've well we've and this lost is love thy neighbor do unto others as you want done to you not that i'm trying to be any kind of the golden rule it's it's bible thumper or but hey a little religion and higher power sure the frick would not hurt this world or even if you believe to, in karma that's a buddhist just, principle too yes it's belief in something other than 
Even if you just believe in yourself. Yes. Because that statement says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You have to love yourself first. But then there's, yeah, and a respect for human, for humans, for... So here's the thing, that people have spent a year in quarantine and they got behind their computers and they got vicious because they forgot people were on the other side that they were talking yes. to that they used to know. And now that they're coming back out and interacting with the rest of us, you know, you and me have been out yeah. here dealing with the other humans. Now they've forgotten how to do it. Becky and I were just talking about this this week, little Becca Rue, and she oh, said I that. She's me too. And she said that and I was like, that's the exact answer. People have been behind their keyboards and now they're still acting like they're behind their keyboards like, IRL in the, real life. Like they're the only one in the world. And they're the perspective but matters. We've been out here dealing with people, sick people, scared people, depressed people, anxious people, and not just people as in patients, residents. Their families, their doctors, their therapists, their pharmacy, the people making their food, their everything, and we're sick of dealing with people I'm kind of being with sick, depressed, uh, anxious, and and being what I'm going to be honest and thought maybe some of the end of the pandemic because now we're lifting some restrictions yeah but it's almost like uh, i don't know what other reference but it's like an atomic bomb and then this is now the aftermath ground zero mm -hmm. and and the cockroaches lived we're yeah and we're all trying to like i'm trying to dig through the rubble to get some good positive oh my gosh yes oh fresh air mm -hmm. for a minute i thought about harry met sally oh yes <laughs> fresh air but you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and and i think the aftermath of all of that is or throwing up a deck of cards and you know poof now they've all landed on the ground and you've got to pick them all up now and we're trying to figure out what the 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 next you know what makes norm me so, is going to be or you know what i'm trying to say you and know what you know what frustrates me the most it's so frustrating and i, I, I yeah i got it yeah what sorry if i just kicked you no it's good i like it too hard it was I'm, I'm sorry fault. i mean i'm sorry it was really's <laughs> fault uh so we went through this and, and everybody saw the flaws and the problems in the healthcare system. We saw there it. Are so many. We saw it, right? Mm -hmm. The world saw it with us and they say we're outraged by it. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Yeah, what? A fucking thing has changed. You saw that we didn't have enough PPE. Mm -hmm. You saw that we didn't know how to roll out things appropriately. You saw misinformation and miscommunication coming forward. And everybody put out, healthcare hoes work here. I mean, heroes work here. And everybody was like, God bless our healthcare workers. Not a fucking thing has changed. Not a fucking thing in this world has changed. And they're gonna keep doing it the exact same way because the people at the top are still making their money. 
And they're going to still keep on fucking and us over. they're not the ones down here in the grind doing it. That's right. And they don't care. They don't care. Well, I do have to say in that that I do work for you do. a good you do. a good company. I do too. I do too. We had enough PPEs. We, we didn't. We didn't. We had enough masks. I mean, I we, mean, I we guess did we good. did. I'm sorry. We did yeah, good we did to protect our people um, and keep them safe and healthy. But the thing is, is now there is an aftermath, and not only are there residents now, the residents are able to get some aha moments because now some of their family and all that's able to come in and see them. But what about all of us? that we were not taught in school hmm. or so far uh, in any fashion in our career were we taught how to push through in a pandemic and deal with all that comes with that. I don't know and I think um, you know, we all sort of run into the building that everybody else runs away from, you know? Right. We all kind of say, we're here for this. Um, and there were a lot of people that were like, I didn't sign up for this. And I'm like, we well, signed up. Yeah, yeah you, you did. did. Mm -hmm. You did. We knew that anthrax might be a thing. We know that smallpox yes. might come back. I would hate that. They got it in vials. You know what I'm saying? The biological warfare and pandemics were taught in school. There was a portion of school where you're taught about how to... Respond to a community disaster. How, how to respond and help take care of someone who was from a different religion. Right. You know? Culture. There was pages on culture and, and how to... Uh, nurse and, and, and take care of that person and meet their needs to, no matter what their religion was. You sure, know? sure. But, but there was nothing that told you or helps teach you how to push through the aftermath. Or cope with it. Or that, any yeah, of that. How to cope with and I is mean, there an answer? I mean, they, I looked at. I looked at. It's different than burnout because, as I'm saying this, I'm it's moral I'm thinking, injury. It's moral injury. I'm thinking. You know, we do have in service about burnout and. See, I don't like that word. I like that. moral injury because you came into this with a certain standard in your head about how you were going to provide care. Yes, and the and limits it bites of this. Me in the butt sometimes. And the limits of the of the culture of medicine placed on you. Don't allow you to provide care at that level. At that level, and you it are doesn't correct. cause you, you a to burn. Right there, that is it. It doesn't allow. It doesn't cause burnout. That means it's our fault and not these people up here okay. who are putting that on us. I see. It's okay. moral injury. We are injured. You are correct. Our morale is injured. Our yes. morality is injured. There you go. I'm going to have to call in and say. I can't come to work today because I'm morally injured. <laughs> I have moral injury and I gotta I have I mean, a moral injury, therefore I can't come into work. That sounds way better than I have anal glaucoma and I just don't, don't see, see my this. ass coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. It's a fact. Well, I think I'm going to try using that. You can try it. But yeah. I, I feel like... I'm going to try. I mean, I think it's it's just a... a and it's a post-pandemic trigger that God knows what's going to trigger us in the future, like the, the Miami condo collapse. I, I cannot... I can't look at it. I cannot... What? Can you imagine? You're sleeping and in you your bed? No. And there was one thing that I didn't think about, though, that was interesting to hear that in those situations that it is possible for someone to be caught mm -hmm. in, in like an air pocket uh -huh. and still be able to have some air to breathe. But seeing that, can, I cannot imagine. Now, I've, my children and I survived a tornado. Right. in Kansas City and we lost 90% mm -hmm. of everything we owned mm -hmm. Every, yeah I cannot imagine being in your apartment in your bed sleeping or just waking up or hell I don't know coming home from work whatever you were doing you being in your apartment and that's it now it is gone poof it's in a pancake and all I can see I, I I saw the alert I pulled it up on my phone and I saw the building and I closed it and I cannot look at it because all that building reminds me of is the Merle bombing the Merle bombing it's all it looks like to me and I'm just like mm -mm, yeah yeah so I haven't watched any coverage, I just can't. And yeah. I, I wasn't even that that impacted by it. People that, that I know, you know, extended people, uh, you know, this baby died, this mother died, this aunt died, yes, this cousin just, died. I know people who know people that died in that building, including a couple of the baby, well, one of the babies, yeah. that can't deal with it. Yeah. You know, it's, and I'm just yeah. like, I can't, I can't look at this. No. I can't look at that building. It would be, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you don't know what kind of triggering event. And I think, I feel like... Yeah. The opening and the taking down of the stuff is triggering in a way because it creates a change. And the last time we had a big change, it was to lock us down. Right. And our brain doesn't really know the difference between right. those two things. Yeah. And I think we're freaking out a little bit. And I think rightfully fucking so. And can we change healthcare, uh, mental health coverage and healthcare for fuck's sake, please? Um, you would think, but mental health is... No, they're not going to do it because it costs too much fucking money. Well, and some of them may have to have a label on their medical record. Also, uh, also for the record, can we please legalize weed for healthcare workers? For fuck's sake. I do think that there is a lot, and I've always said this, I do think that there are a, a, a copious amount of medical of medical uh, medicinal purposes for marijuana absolutely and there are so many people right now that are growing and making sure that the right things mm -hmm. are in it or not um, actually when I went to go get my hair done Thursday after my husband's oral uh, surgery I got him home, made sure he was okay. Then yes, huh, it's my one day off and a while on a work day where I can get something done. So yes, I went and got my hair done. And a gentleman came in to get his hair cut and he had moved here from 
Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, one of those. I don't know. I was trying Pittsburgh not to Pittsburgh is in use. Pennsylvania? Yeah, I was, well, yeah, duh. Uh, but I was trying to figure out which word he actually said. I gotcha. State of Pennsylvania, yeah, regardless. And someone, and, and the girl doing his hair asked, you know, what brings you to Oklahoma from there? And he was saying that he was a chemist. It was work, so he's a chemist. And he actually works to test marijuana and yes, CBD. I would have been very interested in him. And so I tried to listen because I also, I actually use CBD. Mm -hmm. um, I use a broad spectrum, has no THC in it. Uh, for, it helps me with anxiety, PTSD, depression, it, it does. Um, and I love the research and knowledge around that. So I was trying to then perk an ear up, but he wasn't real specific. He just says that, yeah, he tests it um, to make sure that it has all the right things and not the wrong things and, you know, takes out the metals and all of that. And I, so I was surprised and shocked to hear about the metals being in it mm -hmm. but then you know he had short hair and he wasn't there long off you know you know how men are yeah. getting their hair done yep snip snip that's it or <laughs> so yeah so that was that let's so, shift yes let's shift what are you listening to I've actually been listening to another book I can't tell you the author I'm sorry it's okay you sent it to me later it's and I'll called put it up. silent sisters okay it's good but but as I was telling you the other day it I can see where it's one of those that it's so dark sometimes for me Is I Cusack? Just, John Cusack? I can't it's Other hard movie. to wrap myself around the thoughts of things that this girl is dealing with and going through and sometimes yeah it listening to it it can make you be in that uh, mood you know like what you were saying dragging you down dragging you down uh joanne lee with yes, ann and you. joe cusack yes thank you okay mm -hmm. okay yes yeah, it can. It can bring you down into really dark places uh -huh. sometimes. And I'm really trying to be positive. Mm -hmm. To let go of all unnecessary irrelevance. Right. So that I can see and have all of the good positive energy around me. I am a firm believer in if all you're looking at and thinking about is negativity then it's very hard mm -hmm. to have the positive and see the light absolutely you know? but even in i think we talked about this too even in like the book that i had been reading which was sandman it's a very dark story yes but the darkness sometimes that darkness is so well there written and, is, and there's a perspective there that just brings brings life because to there you. is light and darkness yes but sometimes if you get pulled down too far it is too much too much so 
uh, with everything else that I've been trying to like let go of and, and, and clean my plate of. Yeah. I have to do it in small doses. Don't blame you. Yeah. So that's what I've been listening to. What have you been listening to? Uh, I listen to The Hoof. Uh, the Talent Steve Dave's been off for a couple weeks. Yeah. They're, they're taking a two week break or so. Um, I finished The Philosophy of Crime. Can't recommend it enough. Um, and um, I kind of feel dumb sometimes. No. When I tell what I'm reading and I think, hmm. Uh uh. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I'm in my car. I drove 94 miles one day. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when you're driving, you know, 48 miles? I'm going to listen to... I listen to, to the radio and dance. I, I don't. Uh, sometimes I have to, and I do, you know you what know, I'm saying? Like, Get a little... Uh, 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 I do uh, that a lot in the house. <laughs> um, but... I, I I like that learning gives me life and listening to yes, some of that it stuff does me does too. Me a lot of and I and so sometimes it'll get too dredgy. But I yeah. have do you have book melancholy? Did you get sad after you finished Green Lights? No, I was so upbeat, like energized, and that is what's helping me realize to let go of the irrelevance. Absolutely let go. Let yep. it go. Yep. And if it has any uh, ability or opportunity to like bring you down, let go. Yeah. Find a way to take that and use that as energy. A catalyst. A yes. catalyst. Yep. Use and that I, as a catalyst to Get your green light. Yeah. Green light, green light. Every every bad has the opportunity to be a green light. Well, you have to find the way to make that happen. happen. Yeah. And I, I get, like, I loved Sandman so much that I was like, oh, now it's over. You know, yeah, like a little bit of a, mm, now I have to find a new something to listen to. I haven't found a really great book that I wanted to delve into just yet, but... I went back to um, True Crime Garage and finished up that. I went yeah. back and finished up that other stuff. I watched mm-hmm. a little bit of Z Dog MD with Benai Prasad. I went in and um, and that was so good. God, it was good. Um, but then I I went and um, went to Stitcher Premium because I have a, it's like a ten dollar subscription for that. Gotcha for the year for uh-huh. the whole year. For what? For what is it? Stitcher Premium. It's a listening platform. Okay. So the Stitcher app, you can listen to us on the Stitcher app if you'd like. Um, oh. But Stitcher mm. Premium has other premium content, and one of them is Off the Record, which is True Crime Garage's second delve. And they talk about updates and cases and their thoughts about stuff and life and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I have Stitcher Premium so I can listen to Off the Record because, you know, I can't get enough of true crime. So the Hoof's 100th uh, episode is dropping t- tomorrow. I so. need to get back in. And you know what? Maybe since it's going to be their 100th episode, so that would be a good time for me to jump in and get back in the swing of listening to them on yes. a regular basis. I have been assured. So yes, I think I'll do that. I've been assured it's going to be a great episode, and I, I trust the source. You know, I bet that on the 100th episode... Oh my gosh, of course, why wouldn't it be something great? Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. It I can't wait till we have our 100th episode. It's going to be interesting. I wish 
a house would just fall out of the sky that had everything in it I wanted. You could build one, but that's a damn nightmare. Uh, yeah, but also the cost of lumber went, was jacked up. It is starting to come down, but I don't think I could build the house the way that we're wanting it with land and I don't think that would be successful. It's not feasible. It's not, yeah, it's not feasible, I don't think. Yeah, with all that's involved in it. So, um, we are looking. Um, there are some very nice houses out there. Uh, people also do put, uh, use their emotion and their attachment to get a price tag. Mm. I've seen homes that are worth the price tag, but still are different than what we're looking for, but still a very nice house and worth that. But I've also seen houses that, are you freaking kidding me? You think someone really, and someone probably will because of how the market is right now, but I'm just not, I'm not finding exactly what I'm wanting. So I'm starting to get kind of... Take a break. Uh, Walk away. It's not serving its purpose. It's not bringing you oh any Oh no, time. I'm still going to be looking at all these houses. <laughs> but here's also what I don't get. Mm. I'm able to get online and look at a bunch of houses. It does frustrate me that you cannot, some of these realtors, that you cannot look at houses that they have posted mm -hmm. unless you give them all of your information so then they can start calling you. No, I don't want you to call me. I just want to look at the houses, you know? Um, but some of them, you can. Right. Uh, there are sites that you can go to to see listings. And I don't understand why I have to find the list of houses to my realtor. It's actually realtor. 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 Yeah. Not realtor. There's no well, realtor. There needs to be a real a tour. A tour. Okay? There does. Because listen, I'm I know the process is going to take some time. I know it's it, not gonna yes, happen. It's not an overnight. And don't get me wrong, my realtor. 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 Anyway. The lady that's working with us, that's uh, helping us, she is, no letter there. <laughs> I'm sorry for being an asshole. Now <laughs> that I'm deciding to get up and walk out and skip my English class, <laughs> I am going to say she asshole. is, you know, we are looking at some houses, I just, she should I'm, be putting together and saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to have you for two hours. I've got seven things listed. I, I didn't I'm send a like single. A plethora. You know what I mean? I didn't send a single <laughs> thing to my realtor when we were looking for our house. He set up everything and he said, how many hours do you have? We have an hour. All right, and I'll show you houses in that hour. Whatever's left, he's set up for the next day. I know sometimes I can be intimidating, but. Not you. Would anyone be intimidated by I've heard, I don't understand it. 
I have no idea how someone would be intimidated <laughs> by me, and I am being serious. You have RBF and RBV. I don't. I get it. Listen, but this is the thing: is that you didn't. You, whenever we I met, just I know you. I didn't. I'm like, she's not that bad. People. I just have standards, and I have my way. Expectations. I think, yes, and I just think that if we all did that, but people, it would this be is the such with, a more. This is Flow. the problem with expectations, is that you set yourself up for disappointment. No shit, man. And then, and then you get upset, and then you have bitterness and anger. Yes. So if you expect nothing, whatever you get, you're going to be happy with. Well, how can you buy a house and not have expectations? But no, you have standards. You it, have, this is what I is want, and if I don't have a it. Listen. I mean, there's a lesson from my Ow. realtor. Oh, oh my ear. See, I think there was probably some karma there. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Um, but I had a misconception that there's just like a plethora, like the realtor, realtor, because realtor. Look, the lady that's helping us, that that company <laughs> that she works for. I guess I would just think that if they had all of these different agents that they would have a selection of homes you know it's kind of like going to a furniture store and saying you want a brown recliner that's a big boy and it's plush and then they pull out so many things and go here they are here they are pick pick well and then you sit in them it's Clyde Bonnie I know yes I just I'm getting, it's different than what. It's a whole different thing. It, and it, and it is a lot over, of looking at, and you will step in a house and go, no, and just walk out. This is why I don't like shopping. You oh, have I to hate try shopping. everything on. I hate it. And it can't just be, oh, because it's your size, you pull it off the rack and go. No, because everybody's size 10, Six, 14, yeah, 6, 18, 2, mm -hmm. everybody's is different. Everybody's is cut different. Um, Just because it's labeled a zero doesn't mean it's a zero. So Everywhere. That, that means eat a freaking Big Mac. <laughs> um, but I don't like shopping and it's the in and the out and walking around. And some of these houses, people still live in them. Mm -hmm. And it's weird going through a house and I have to open every closet, cabinet, all of that. And then there's their stuff and I feel like I'm intruding in their space. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got thing. going on. But I'm, you know, in for the long haul, of course, and I'm going to keep uh -oh. pushing through. Thank goodness uh, I don't want to be buried. You know, I'm claustrophobic and, ooh, I don't want to be buried and, you know, bugs eating me. And, and I, mm -mm, I don't want that. Mm -mm. Uh, because I would want that on my headstone pushing through that's what I say okay it doesn't matter you got to push through I'm pushing through pushing through it would be funny to come visit me at the cemetery and right there on my headstone it says pushing through yeah yeah okay. so I do not want to be buried by the way uh, uh, me either yeah um, fun, so fun fact anyway yes let's switch that fun fact yep because we gotta go yep gotta go. um fun fact there yep. is a place in Texas called the death farm Yes, I read about that. I I'm fascinated by I it. I am fascinated. I would love I them truly, to throw my body out there. 
I would truly like to go there. I do. You can't. I hate that part. And I think that makes it worse for me, the fact that they say, yeah, I, I can't go out there. I want to see it. I want to drive as close to it as I can. And look. And just, I'm curious. I am too. Curious. They do I research don't. at the death farm that is fascinating. They yes. put people in different circumstances. To face see, up, face yes. down, on their side, in the rain, in the shade, in the sun, all and over. They have people that are donated, their bodies are donated, and they put them out there to decompose. And yes. they look at the bugs, they, they look, look at the temperatures, at they, they look at all of that. They also use that to teach in forensic science. Yes, it's fascinating. So, I really would like to go. Wouldn't that be an awesome... Oh, God, I wish. ...girl trip we could just... Get, get as, as close to the body could. farm as we could. We and might we need a fundraiser for uh, bail money to get us out of jail uh, yes. in Texas. Actually, we might, we might. <laughs> jump the yes. fence. Yes. <laughs> just get as close to it as I could. I would. I would love to just be able to go out, and I don't need to go out on the land where the people are. But if you could just take me to a viewing window where I could look I, and I just see wanna, what they're doing. I just want to drive on the farm and just. be there and talk to somebody about the farm and I think while they're talking I would be able to like Look try to gander, gander around. around. Not and in yes, a disrespectful way of the bodies no, that are there because no, no, I honor like the fact that they... And yes. I'm, I'm intrigued by that Me too. and I think that yes we probably would need um, a little bell money because I would be saying let's just pull the car over right here and let's and just, just see. Walk. Let's just see if we climb through that little area right there. If we could get through, yeah, I'm let's the same see how way. close we this could is get. Not a good combination. And so there, <laughs> yes, we probably would need to uh, be get fundraising for for that our trip. Yeah, I think we should do that. <clears throat> I think we should get on there mm -hmm. and see if any of our listeners would be willing mm -hmm. to help us get to the Texas. Death farm. Body farm. Well, body farm. Well, they're dead. I mean, it I mean, is. and I don't mean that disrespectfully. No, no, they've donated I'm themselves excited, to science in that so way. I forgot. Yeah, the body yeah. farm. It's it's a and and the fact that we know so much about like lividity, rigor mortis, yes. body temperature. Um, that that it, uh, flies it, come at a certain time, and these kind yes. of flies come at this time. All of that is due to the research that's been done down on that body farm. On that body farm, and, and then I there's think I think there's fabulous. some other places that are up north that are in colder temperature climates and things like that that they're doing and similar work. And you know work. what? We could still uh, we could record. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do remote. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. Road trip. Road trip. Uh, I think we ought to set up that fundraiser. Okay. Uh, set let's, it up. let's, yeah, I think we should set up that fundraiser. Okay. Done. Okay. All right. So, happy 4th of July. Happy everybody. 4th of July. Enjoy your Independence In, Day. Enjoy it, but enjoy be it careful. knowing and celebrate our freedom. Why we have that rebellious, Day. the rebelliousness of our country. The rebels that we all are, the yes. independence and the freedom to say and think what we want. It's glorious. And uh, please be safe. Oh, Enjoy be your families and, and friends. Do, you know, this is a time that I would like to kind of work in an ER because you know people do some stupid, stupid shit. 
and you know the places that they put those fireworks. Alcohol, alcohol, and fireworks do not mix. So do one or the other. If you want to have some cocktails and hold my beer is another thing you should be saying. Get lit, but um, hold my beer. Take pictures, post them, hold the beer. Let us know how that works, Mm. and um, just just be safe. But have a wonderful, wonderful day. Ready? Cut it. Cut it. Kill it. Kill it. I want to take a minute to thank you for listening, sharing, and engaging with us, subscribing, and following our social media pages. Your feedback is invaluable to us. It helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out. It helps to make us better. And we can't tell you how much that means to us. You can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our Flow page. That's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast. If you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives, so create a little kindness. Show some love and compassion, and if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you, so just Just keep going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week.